So, you know, uh, we have Coaches Who Care at thebulltulsa.com. You can nominate a coach uh, that deserves it, somebody that goes above and beyond, and uh, they could win themselves a $500 gift card from Stuart Martin Kubota. Great way to honor the Coaches Who Care, and uh, do that now again at the thebulltulsa.com. But then I was thinking about over the weekend, you know who else everybody loves at the school, and we've talked about this before? The janitor. The custodian. Yeah, custodian. I think custodian is now the, the, the proper, proper way. Word. Okay. So we had to do Tiger Daniels' number one custodian. Yeah, because custodians, um, I don't know what it was about them, and you had kind of a similar experience. They weren't my teacher. They didn't help me find the bus. Um, but they were like so, I don't know, warm and jovial. It was almost like a grandfather that was at school with you sometimes. Everybody loves their custodian. Yeah. Everybody. And even if they were mean to you. My sister talks about their custodian was a man, and uh, people would razz him, give him a hard time. They're not They shouldn't have done this. But, like, the guy would be in the restroom, and uh, they would turn the light off on him and run out. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Shaw was like, your mama's a hoe. Like, <laughs> That's a, yeah, I don't think it's appropriate. Even, yeah. And even though he was, would, you know, yell at him like that, they still, everybody loves their high school, elementary school custodian. Yeah. We ought to do something. Tiger Daniels, number one custodian. It is interesting how people affect your lives differently. Um, you know, I, I'm embarrassed to say this in front of you, but I'll say it, is that uh, I, remember my, I remember my bus driver. I thought my bus driver was, like, the coolest dude in the world. Mm-hmm. And he had been shot, and he would show us all his bullet wound and things. And, okay. like, it was just one of those things where you looked up to an adult and you're like, man, this guy's had some life. He's been shot at and like all this stuff was going on. But I had a coach and I was a very small ball player. My, my kid is a small kid. And um, but this coach, I don't know what it, he just thought this guy would probably be useful in this in this particular role. And the baseball team, when I really probably didn't have as much business being on the baseball team, I could just throw a ball. And that's about all I had. And uh, it meant a lot to me. And I was very young. I don't know, 10, 11, 12, something like that. And, and that's a tough time. And he gave me a shot and it, and it worked. And I, I felt very, uh, you know, useful to the mm-hmm. team suddenly. And instead of the kid that like, oh, they probably don't want me to go in there. And I wrote him a note on Facebook. I found him on Facebook. And I wrote him this long note. Like, you know, you, you, know, you really gave me a shot. It probably was nothing to you, but to me it meant the world. And he said, I, I don't remember you. Well, you see, I was talking I'm about... I'm kidding, I'm kidding. He, he was very sweet about it. I was it. happy about it. Yeah, he was he's like, I remember you and all that. And so that, a coach who cares or a custodian That's just my cares. point is I'm talking about coaches always kind of get the props, right? Like, let's be honest. They get the acclaim. They get the trophies. They get the, uh, but they the also, stadium named after them. That's why. Well, Tiger yeah. Daniels, number one custodian. You recognize the school's custodian. But I like... And I co- pitched this whole idea, and you're still going back to the coach. Well, do you know that like public school people, like who, like the guy who teaches history and then also teaches softball, that they make like, like if you add up the money they they're mm-hmm. making for coaching those, it's like twenty five cents an hour, and they get like a little bit of extra money at the end of the year, but they're the ones out there after the two o'clock bell that are doing more work. Do you under, Do you hear what I'm saying? Out I understand. Loud? Like I'm saying these words to you about how we should recognize the custodian because they don't get much uh, glamour. Coaches get all of it. And yet you're still taking it back to how great coaches are. What I'm saying I is. I agree with you. Coaches are wonderful. But let's also Tiger Daniels' number one custodian. That's my point. We should do both. We are doing one. We should Custodians do the other. Custodians who care, coaches who care. Yes. And uh, we can do that too. That's not a bad. Yeah. I actually like that idea. I'm, I'm not even kidding. I, yeah, it's a great idea. And I'm sitting here trying to pitch it. I'm like, hey, we ought to do Tiger Daniels' number one custodian. Go, yeah, those coaches, they're great. 
I'm trying to give the limelight to custodians, and you're still putting it back on the coaches. What about a custodian that coaches? Coach custodian? <laughs> now, that would be the most, <laughs> the most lovable man or the woman host. in the world, wouldn't they? <laughs> 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country up for grabs now. Uh, Cadillac 3 going to be at Osage, and uh, we want you there for free and with us today uh, playing for these tickets, and we do this every day at 6.40 this week. Yeah, we got Chad on the line today. He's a construction worker here in Tulsa. Good morning, Chad. How are you? Doing good. How y'all doing this morning? We are uh, fantastic. As you know, Chad, if you've been listening, I'm closing a house coming up on Thursday. Closing on a house. Uh, am I making a mistake? Now, it is condemned. No. No, it's, it's a great place to live in Tulsa. I'm glad y'all are here. No, the the house is condemned. Oh, it's condemned. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can remodel it and make it look, especially in the right area. All right. It's on a street called Skid Row. <laughs> uh, you might be on the wrong side of Tulsa. Uh-oh. All right, Chad. Uh, the Cadillac 3, we're going to do a history quiz. Are you good in history? Uh, it depends on what history it is. Sports history, yeah, but we'll see. Well, all the answers <laughs> to these begin with C for Cadillac, so keep that in mind. All the answers to these history questions begin with the letter C. Chad, here we go. Uh, this was the finger quotes war between the USA and the USSR back in the day. What did they call that? Oh, the USSR. Uh, it wasn't the Civil War. It was uh, not the Civil War. That was... <laughs> that was the U.S. versus the U.S. This was uh, back in the day. We were all scared of Cold War. The yeah, Russians, Cold War. Chad off to a shaky start, but he got it. <laughs> How about this, Chad? Site of a 1986 nuclear disaster. Oh, uh, golly. Uh, oh, God. I know, where, I know where it is, and I can't think of the name. It's, the whole town's been demolished from it. Yeah, it was uh, a great show on HBO, Tig. One of Tig and I's favorite shows ever. Help him out, Tig. Chernobyl. 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 Yep. Chernobyl. Did yep. you watch that show on HBO? I sure did. It's uh, my wife's a big history buff and conspiracy theorist, so we watch a lot of that kind of stuff. Man, what, what a great show! <laughs> why was that so good, Tig? I can't really figure out why that know. was. All I know is uh, I don't want to be. I don't want to get radiation poisoning. That is not a good way to be. No, it ain't. I don't want to be where it is. Melt or something. <laughs> All right, how about this? Uh, he met his end on the Ides of March. He was stabbed on the Ides of March. Then he turned around and went, Etu Brute? Caesar. Caesar, yes. Known for the great Caesar salad. Caesar salad. That's totally not true. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Let me try to find an easy one for Chad. He's having a hard time here. <laughs> All right, how about this? This was the uh, invention of Eli Whitney. Way down south, he invented something. Eli Whitney had to do with cotton. The cotton gin? The cotton gin. That's Tig's favorite liquor. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's smarter than I thought it was. <laughs> he was looking for India, but found America instead. Uh, Columbus. Christopher Columbus. They say discovered America, even though people were already here. He's like, oh, I discovered this place. Right. They're like, no, 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 we're already here. <laughs> we're already here. <laughs> yeah. Well, with that, Chad, you're going to go see the Cadillac 3. Who are you going to take the show with you? Oh, uh, say my wife. She's a big concert concert lover, so say what, my wife. What's her name? Malika. Malika. So say, hey, Malika, this is Chad. 
Hey, Malika, this is Chad. We're going to Cadillac 3. Come to Papa. <laughs> yeah, don't say that. He won't say that? All right. Yeah. Well, that show is uh, April 7th <laughs> at the Osage Casino. Hope you and Malika have a great time, Chad. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Right, Back tomorrow, same thing, 640 here on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. It's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, Daniel. Tig, yesterday we talked all about you. Uh, you had a porch pirate caught on the ring camera uh, stealing a case of, I don't know, not even a case, 12-pack of paper towels off your porch and walking away. And I was thinking about this last night. I, I don't get the risk versus reward in the porch pirate's mind because everybody knows that everybody has a ring cam these days mm -hmm. or some type of camera. Mm -hmm. Everybody has that. Why risk going to porches? And taking things off people's porches, especially in Oklahoma, I don't, you know you I know people that wouldn't they'll blow somebody away for that. Yeah, if you if you approach the wrong house, you're really rolling the dice, man. I mean, somebody might try to make your day out there. Um, but the thing is, Daniel, I see it all the time on next door where somebody says, "Oh, somebody got a package." But even with the ring camera, I don't I can't tell who this lady is. I couldn't tell what car she was in. It was a little dark outside. So maybe they just go, Yes, everybody's got a ring camera, but nobody can tell who I am. We it's um, grainy a little bit. It is a little grainy. We shared it on the uh the Bull Facebook page, and then like fifteen people share this, like thousands of people watch this video. I wonder if she might have heard us talking about it. It's like, oh, just my luck. I would risk all this for a thing of paper towels. Yeah. And imagine her disappointment. You know, she thinks she's going to get an Xbox out of this thing, and she gets home, and she's got this package, and then she opens it with her boyfriend or whatever, and it's, it's paper towels. Like, what a disappointment. I want you to be honest. You've got a bit of a soft heart. If police did catch her, mm -hmm. they said, hey, uh, Mr. Rogers, we've caught the uh, porch pirate. What would you like us to do? I already have, have an idea. What? Uh, bring me back my paper towels, and I want her to donate $100 to the food bank, and then we'll call it even. And, and never come back over here, by the way. You want her banned from the street? Not, well, yeah, because, I mean, she doesn't need to be hanging out in my hood if she's stealing Well, no things. court can say, like, she can't travel the thoroughfare through your neighborhood, see? Can they not? Can I, I could have, like, a restraining order to say, like, you're not allowed within 50 feet of my yard. So you, you had something good with the uh, food bank All right. thing. Then you do something nutty, like, oh, you can't be in on the street. Well, you know, on next door, people are saying, uh, you know, there's this idea that you should light up your house at night, you know, Make sure your porch is lit. That's the reason she got my package, because it was all lit she up. She could see, yeah. It should have been in darkness. <laughs> yeah, so, some people say don't park under streetlights. That's the conventional wisdom. Park under a light so nobody gets in your car, and they go, this guy said, yeah, but if you're under a light, they can see what's in your car, and then if you got something good in there, they'll come get it. See, I thought you lived over there in a great neighborhood in Midtown, but just crime rampant over there. No, it's not. It's a great neighborhood. It's that just old neighborhood you're in is like Gotham City. You've got like the penguin out there. You've got the Joker. You've got all kind of criminals. This is the fourth thing that's happened to you. Any big city in America has a little bit of this, okay? And if you live in a downtown area, or in my case, midtown, you're just going to have things happen. I mean, I'm not mad at you've Tulsa. Had five, now I'm not saying Tulsa, but you've had five things to happen to in how many years? Two years. Two years. Yeah. Like the first night Tig was in that house, he hears, like, some rustling around under the table. He thinks it's his dog. This is, like, the first night in there, too, right? Uh, one of the first nights. One like of the first very first weekend, nights. For sure. He goes, shines a light under there. There are two women in there asleep. They were gooned up on the juice, and they thought the house, I guess, was abandoned or something like that. <coughs> That's, like, the second, third night you were in there. Yeah, I know. Well, I just, 
if you're going to live in Tulsa, somebody's going to eventually go through your car, you know, and look for the, yeah, that happened and you're in a secure parking lot. Yeah, somebody went through my car and got like $5 <laughs> for toll money. They didn't break it in my house and go say, to sleep. I don't say you're living in, on Skid Row. It just happens in a city and I ain't mad. This house here is like 100 years old. Why would they look at it and think, man, there's something good in there? I don't know. Maybe they think because it's old, there's no cameras or anything. I don't know what it is. <laughs> this antique house. We can get it here. Got a skeleton key in on it. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Nate Smith. 98.5 The Bull. Today, Daniel is uh, assigning you a nickname if you'd like a nickname. Uh, nicknames are kind of cool when you get one, right? How has your life changed in positive ways since I ca- started calling you Dirty Bird? It, it's negative. What do you mean? Well, I don't even know what Dirty Bird means. It sounds like something creepy. And uh, so now, instead of people coming over and be like, what's up, Tiger? They're like, hey, Dirty Bird. I go, I don't like this. Uh, see, you think everything is creepy. You're, that's your thing. You're like, this is creepy, that's creepy. The reason I call you Dirty Bird is because you do dirty things sometimes. Like, for example, advising me to buy this house I'm about to buy. And then all of a sudden going, man, I wouldn't buy that. Well, I changed Over the my course mind. Of four day, okay, well, that's a dirty bird thing to do. Once okay. you like, ha- once I sign all the contracts and stuff, you should get by, you know, support me. But then you flip flop, you little dirty bird. <laughs> so uh, Dana wants to talk to you, learn a little bit about you, and then assign you a nickname. Mm-hmm. Is that you want to do this here? Oh, uh, we could try it. All right, let's see what we got here. Hey, good morning. It's Ty Gadano. Who's this? Roxanne. Roxanne, and uh, what do you do for a living? Uh, I work for a house cleaning company. So you clean things, I guess, right? Yeah. And uh, wh- where are you from? Tulsa. From Tulsa? What, what, what's your favorite cleaning product? Um, the one that we use or just in general? Just in general. Uh, barkeeper's friend. Barkeeper's friend. Yeah. Barkeeper friend. Barkeeper's friend uh-huh. is the thing they use, Tag, for a cleaning. I see. Uh, what are your thoughts, Tag? Mrs. Clean. Mrs. Clean, do you like that? Mrs. Clean? That's Mr. I suppose that'll work. <laughs> and then Mrs. Mrs. Clean, that's what you came up with? Yeah, Copyright well, infringement? Well, go ahead and do yours, because I suck at this. And, and you're from Tulsa? Yes, I'm from Tulsa. And what do you do? What, is your, what are your hobbies? Um, puzzles and spending time with my cat, mostly. And what's your cat's name? Her name is Kilala. Kilala. Yes. It's from an anime show called Inuyasha. So you enjoy anime and things like that? Yes. We're going to call you Sand Dollars. What? Sand Sand Dollars. dollars? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. That that one's different. What is that for? What do you mean? What is that? What is that connection to her? A sand dollar is like something you find in the ocean. Okay. And do you enjoy the beach? <laughs> I haven't really been that often. Maybe twice. You'd like to see some sand dollars, though. Yeah, that would be cool. All right, there you go. All right, sand well, dollar. Ty, these cannot all be winners, you know, Ty. Uh, yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> hey, good morning. Who is this? James. James. All right, Daniel. James. You give James are you calling this morning trying to get a nickname? Yeah. All right, James, how, well, first of all, how old are you? 30, 35. 35. And uh, what do you do for a living? Work at a cabinet shop. Work at a cabinet shop. These cabinets made out of? Wood. Okay. How? <laughs> <laughs> what now? <laughs> and what time, what time do you get to work? Six. 
It's up very early. Mm-hmm. Works with wood. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking, Tug? Is there a woodpecker in here at all? A woodpecker? I don't know. I mean, he works with wood. He likes them. I don't know. Why are you asking me? I'm not good at this. All right. How about the beave? The what? The beave. Why is that? I got beaver. Works with wood. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The beave. James, you like the beave? <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. All right, the Tulsa Beave. <laughs> Call us and let us know how your life changed, the Beave. All right. All right, thanks, man. Tiger, I want you to mark my words. I promise you the Beave's going to get a raise today. Yeah? Mm-hmm. He's going to walk in there. He's like, his boss can be like, man, is that the Beave? He's looking looking sharp today. He's got a new air of confidence about right. him. I'm going to give the Beave a little more money. No longer James. That's right. James negotiated a contract, not going to get a whole lot done. The Beave walks in. You're going to listen. The beef writes down what he wants, and you give the beef what he wants. Good morning. Who's this? This is Janet. Janet, uh, are you calling for a nickname this morning? Uh, I want a nickname. All right. Uh, what do you do for a living there, Janet? I, I'm disabled. You're making this hard for me, Janet. I know it. What do you, uh, do you, what do you, what do you like to do? Oh, um, I like to go bowling. Uh, play pool. Okay. You like to bowl. You like to play pool. I got it, right? Lady balls. <laughs> <laughs> so we got the beave and lady balls this morning. The beave, lady balls. There you go, Janet. You thought you were going to throw me a curveball, that disability, but you didn't. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, Janet. I mean, excuse Stop me. calling her Janet. Lady balls. You have a great day, okay? Thank you, honey. You all right, too. See you now. We love you. My lady boss got to get a different phone. Yeah, she does. Well, they, I like those. Those are pretty good. Think they'll stick? Ten years, we'll hear back from her? Uh, of course, yes. You, listen, I don't give somebody a nickname and it just goes away quietly. Mm-hmm. You can ask the bee. You, you can speak, ask Lady Balls. You can ask Dirty Bird. When you speak, people listen. Oh, no. Do you remember when I used to give everybody at work kind of a mean nicknames and then sometimes people would forget? You were doing it behind their back. And they didn't know they had a nickname, but then it became so pervasive in the building that this person was known by such and such that you ran the risk of people accidentally calling it to them fa- their face. Mm-hmm. That was bad. That was bad one time. Yeah. Um, should I tell that story well, about we, David? We, this good. There's not a chance in the world this guy's listening. Okay, well, I, I want to change his name first off, but go ahead. But it's too late. Right. The guy's name's David Dean, and uh, he oh was missing God. a tooth. On the side. On the side. Bit, Not the bit. star of the show, but one on the side. And I start calling the guy David Deanchers. Because his name's David. Yeah, you don't have to mansplain it. Right. David Dean, I call him David Deanchers. And it got to be so common that nobody knew him under any other name than David Deanchers. And then one day somebody's talking to the guy and calls him to his face, David Deanchers. <laughs> That's awful, man. And then we used to have this group we did karaoke with all the time. Remember that time? Mm-hmm. And there was a lady in there, and she looked like Ursula a little bit from The Little Mermaid. I started calling her Ursula. She didn't know that. She had just, no idea. You were just telling other people, like, Ursula, Ursula, Ursula is there. And then um, Ty thinks that that's her actual name, just like somebody did with David Deanchers. Yep. Thinks that Ursula is her actual name. He's up on stage trying to get people to come up and do karaoke with him. He's like, everybody, come on up here. Daniel, Brittany, Ursula, get up here. And Ursula's looking at me. She doesn't know that's her name. And she's ignoring me. And I'm like, Ursula, what's the problem? Come on. I didn't know it wasn't her real name. It might be a curse if I give somebody a nickname. Like, you, If I give you a nickname, you are stuck with it. That gum, dude. That is awful.
It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. You know what we got, Daniel? Yes. No nicknames for this one. Ashley McBride, real name, real tickets coming up at 740 here on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. You like it when we play Billy Currington? Have an opinion on that, Daniel. You can actually win a $150 Amazon card when you help us choose our music. You know, so if you're ever listening and go, I wish they play more of this or that or, you know, somebody local or something, uh, you can help us choose our music at thebulltulsa.com. And right there, Daniel, somebody who helps us choose this uh, will win a $150 Amazon card. How about that? Nice. Uh... Buy anything you want. And we don't get to see your receipts. So if you're buying embarrassing things, we'll never know. You know what I'm saying? Would you buy something embarrassing? That's between you and Jeff Bezos. Oh, I guess, you know what? That's lucky now that, that people have Amazon, things like that. Because used to, if you wanted to buy something embarrassing, right to the store, right to the old Walmart. and just had to go right. And it's your hometown Walmart. You knew everybody in there, and you go run into somebody. Well, as soon as you bought something embarrassing, you're going to see, like, your minister. Oh, yeah. Oh, Did man. you ever get anything extra so you could put it on top of stuff <laughs> that you didn't need? Not really, like man. You if bought I, like a, a bag of uh, chips so you could cover up stuff. If I had to go buy something, I just got it over with. Just went in there and just <laughs> pulled the old trigger on it. Yeah, so the Amazon card, you could just do that from your home. You, nobody's going to know what you're up to. So that's another advantage to this, right? Do you not see how that like, that's great? But now they lock some of the embarrassing stuff up. You got to go ask for lock and key. You got to stop doing that. Nobody's going to buy that kind of stuff. You got to right. go ask somebody to unlock it. Yeah, because I guess they're embarrassed to buy them, so they're stealing them at a high rate. So now they got to lock all that stuff up. What's the answer to that? I don't know. I guess Amazon card <laughs> is about the best you can do. But then if you get on Amazon and order it, that's, you know, I guess uh, your but parents your can see that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, uh, well, never felt if you're buying something embarrassing, you're going to run into your aunt, your pastor. If you go in there to buy like a Bible, you don't see a soul. It's like hey, a ghost town in there. As soon as you go buy butt ointment, you're going to run into everybody you know in town. Right? What's the um, most embarrassing thing you feel like you've ever bought? Oh, boy. Like my I, cousin's I don't know. Baby was, I don't know. I didn't know that this could even happen, but apparently, like, my cousin's baby one time down at my grandma's house had, uh, had really bad diaper rash, and I had mm-hmm. to go get some uh, yeast infection cream. Mm-hmm. And I was just I was so embarrassed by that, which I don't know why. But that was the same situation where I had to go then, like, ask for help to get you know, right. pick this out. And I didn't know what I was looking at. Well, with the Amazon card, Daniel, it could all be just anonymous from your home and just Okay, we get what it, everybody knows what Amazon is. All right. You're, you're talking about creams and stuff. I'm just saying 150 bucks could be yours. You help us choose our music right now, thebulltulsa.com. And nine minutes away from Ashley McBride tickets. Good morning. <laughs> 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. It's Morgan Wallen on 98.5 The Bull. Hey there, Daniel. Oh, you're going to be like th- you're like this, Tyga. Oh, let me stop that song. We're, you we're son of a gun. We're supposed How to dare sit down you? and talk for a second. <laughs> yes, and we've <laughs> got the tickets to give away. Uh, you know how you told me that you love Wendy's Chili. I did. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I went and tried it. I love it, too. Been loving it. Guess what? Now you'll be able to soon buy it in a can. Wendy's Chili in a Can coming to grocery stores nationwide. It's so good that every now and then, I'm sure you've had like an office crew and they do like a chili cook-off just between the people that work there, you know? I was thinking we ought to just go buy some chili from Wendy's, put it in our own containers, and we'll win this thing. Do you know how many people have done that? 
Do you think they have? I bet everybody's thought of that and went and bought some, like, store-bought chili, and then mm-hmm. ha, ha, ha. It's Wendy's <laughs> chili. Yeah, you beat We don't everybody. have a chili cook-off, do we? Not, not here yet, but it, it happens in your life. You'll have a chili cook-off. We ought to join those big events, you know, where the people drive in from, like, Washington State to have you eat their chili, and then we'll go there with Wendy's and beat them all. Uh, Tyg is absolutely awful at talking about food. Why do you think Wendy's chili is so good? What about it do you like? Not too, not too spicy. It's hearty. It's delicious. Um, and there's not a lot of gimmicks with this chili. It's just chili, man. I'm not, not trying to make it something else that it's not. It is the hottest substance on earth, though. It is. Uh, like temperature-wise? Ty and I got some Wendy's chili once and went and parked in a, a park to eat the chili. And we had to open the, uh, the top of the chili and sit it up on the dashboard to let it cool off. Well, while that's happening, all the steam is fogging up the windows... I'm sure people are riding by and seeing two dudes sitting in the park with windows fogged up. Like, what are they doing? And the police are like, uh, what are you doing in here? We're like, is this eating chili? Yeah, right. They'd never believe it. All right, Ty. Time now to give away tickets to Ashley McBride. She's going to be at the Cove River Spirit Casino Resort March 8th. The 98.5 The Bull Fight. Today, Ty, we will play military history vocabulary. Okay. Military history vocabulary. What does that mean? Well... Since the bullfight, you are fighting against each other. Okay. So these are words from military history. All throughout, you know, this could be words that go way back to the military. Okay, let's uh, let's learn a thing or two this morning. Caller 9, caller number 10. It's the 98.5 The Bullfight. On a Tuesday morning, 918-879-9898. It's Tiger Daniel. This is The Bull. Everybody. The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Welcome into the Bullfight today, Daniel, for Ashley McBride tickets. You could also get yourself upgraded with the Tig and Daniel Party Kill Pass. That's staying at the hotel free at River Spirit and then dinner at Fireside Grill. Who do we have today, Daniel? Today we have Maddie, and she sells insurance. Maddie, how are you? I'm doing great. Uh, should everybody own insurance? Absolutely. Uh, do, do you want to say which company you work for, or you'd rather keep that private? Uh, I work for Farmers. Farmers, there you go. Daniel uh, once tried to get his voice insured, and I'm like, he sounds like Minnie Mouse. What does he need his voice insured for? <laughs> hey, it's his job. He can't do his job without They're it. Not even denying it. One time, Tig tried to get one of his chins insured. Oh, they were like, "No, <laughs> sir, you have plenty." <laughs> uh, Erica, you work in healthcare. Where do you work? I work in Tulsa. Are you on the way to work now? Yes, I am. Can you give me about 10 seconds of horn blow, please? Honk the horn. Uh, I mean, 10 like consecutive, nah, like 10 like. Up, I can't. Okay. I'm sorry, my kids. Yeah, you're right. Your kids are there. All right, that's fair enough. All right, guys, we've got military history questions. Uh, Maddie taking on Erica here, the 98.5 The Bull fight. We will start with Maddie. She called in first. Maddie. This letter begins, I mean, this word begins with the letter T, and it's a self-propelled missile which travels underwater. A torpedo. Torpedo is correct. Erica, this word begins with the letter B, and it's a blade attached to the end of a firearm. Bayonet. Bayonet is correct. Okay, it is right. Okay. Sorry. 
Maddie, this type of firearm was commonly used from 1600 to about 1850, and it begins with the letter M. A musket? Musket is correct. Erica. Begins with the letter N, and this flammable liquid that sticks to the skin was invented by the U.S. in 1942. Um, na napalm? Napalm is correct. We are tied up two to two. Maddie. The word starts yes. with the letter A, and it's a pilot who shoots down five enemy aircraft. Um, an ace? An ace is correct. Erica. Begins with the letter G. The definition is a combatant who uses irregular tactics to fight a larger, more powerful force. I have no idea. <laughs> that would be guerrilla. Guerrilla warfare. Okay. okay. Maddie. Begins with the letter S, and this was a knight's assistant. A knight's assistant. Begins with the letter S. Oh. You said knight, like, oh, I don't know. That would be a squire. Oh. <laughs> Erica. Starts with the letter K. And this is a type of sword used by samurai. Katali, katana. Katana, katana. is katana. correct. Yes. All right. We are tied up, Maddie and Erica. One question to go. It all comes down to this. Maddie. Starts with the letter B. The most powerful type of warship prior to the aircraft carrier. A battleship? Battleship is correct. Erica, all on the line. Starts with the letter C. The definition is powerful. Easy to use bow that fires bolts. Oh, no idea. Powerful, easy to use bow that fires bolts and starts with the letter C. Crossbow? She got it in. I don't know. Answer. It is crossbow. We okay. Tied up, Tig. Explain how a tie-breaking situation works. The next question is for both of you ladies at the same time. Don't shout out the answer. Shout out your name, and that's the way you buzz in. So just say your name, and then we'll give you a chance to answer, okay? All right. This is very tough here. It starts with the letter C. And it's either a large Scottish sword... Or a U.S. landmine. Claymore. Who's answering here? Erica. Well, I, Maddie called first, but <laughs> oh, I, I I said Erica. I'm sorry, that was my fault. What? I, thought I didn't hear her. I didn't hear her say her name first. I apologize. Did you say your name? Yeah, I did. Well, Ty, you're the official judge, and he looks at me and throws his hands up. He doesn't know. I guess we're gonna have to now do another. Tie-breaking they, they answered, like, at the same time, or they said their names, so it's hard to say. All right. Well, explain how the tie-breaking right, works again. All right, again, another question coming your way, ladies. First one to buzz in gets the okay. answer, okay? Okay. 
Somebody's got their radio up, and it's driving me. It's throwing me off. It has to be throwing you off. All right, Tyg, here we go. Starts with the letter B, and it's a German lightning war during World War II. I think it literally translates to lightning war. Help him out with that one, Ty. Is it Blitzkrieg? Blitzkrieg. No idea. All right, another, another tie-breaking question. Tie breaking. The third tie-breaking question. It begins with the letter L, and it's a group of about 5,000 Roman soldiers. Erica. Erica. What's your answer? Le- Legion. Legion is correct. And with that, Erica barely squeaks by. She's defeated Maddie, the insurance salesman. Uh, Erica, you've got a decision to make. You can hold on to these tickets. Or you can give them to Maddie. Maddie, why should Erica give you the tickets? That is all. <laughs> Sorry, can you say it again? I said... Uh, okay, have a good night out with my husband. So uh, you, you heard it there, uh, Erica. Maddie would like to take her husband out for a nice night on the town. What say you? Um, I would love to give her the tickets. You are going to give her the tickets? Yes, sir. Well, look at that. What a battle. What a well, battle between you. you two and uh, Erica <laughs> relenting the tickets and giving them to Maddie. Maddie is going to uh, take your... What is your husband's name, Maddie? Mike. Mike, the veteran. They'll be going, and they'll have a nice night there at the River Spirit Casino Resort. March 8th, and you guys also qualify for the Tiger Daniel Party Cove Pass, which is dinner for two at Fireside Grill, tickets to the show, and a night stay at the hotel. Thank you, Erica. You're welcome. You guys have a good time. Will do. Look at all the good energy, and uh, we continue this tomorrow, 740, another shot with the 98.5 The Bull Fight for Ashley McBride tickets. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. Today's hot country with Tig and good morning to you, Daniel. You hear me, Tig, making calls here. I'm a businessman. I see you. Uh, you're making calls as the song is about to run out of time, and he's still over there, like chatter. And uh, you're not being very professional. I'm a businessman, okay. Tig. And we, me and you've been talking about buying us a little side business here. We talked about uh, what was it? Ty's Hamburgers was up for sale, and they wanted to keep the hamburger name. We thought we'd just buy it, just not change a thing, just call it Tiger Daniel's Ty's Hamburger. Right. You've looked at some car washes? Yeah, the ones, uh, not the big boys, you know, those are real expensive. But mm-hmm. I'm talking about the ones you see where it has the vacuum out front and you do your own washing. Right. You know, there might be a vending machine so you can get a Christmas tree, uh, uh, you know, it, smell thing or whatever. Air freshener? Right. All right. Maybe you shouldn't be trying to buy it. Maybe I shouldn't buy a business with you if you did. <laughs> You're like, Christmas tree smell. It's like a caveman. Did I get uh, this? <laughs> Christmas tree smell. Listen, I pitched this idea to you last year. We ought to do this together. Let's just get a snow cone stand for the summer. I don't All know if those is, things do that well, man. Are you crazy? A snow cone is like $6. What's in a snow cone? Ice and flavor. Mm-hmm. And the little paper cup. Yeah. Water's not that expensive. I know, but I just don't see a line around the, the block to get to a snow cone shack. I mean, maybe they do great. I don't know. I've just never seen them. They always sit. Now they're all tiny, and they just sit there during the winter, and nothing happens. And then the summer, I guess they open the doors. and You don't sell them in the winter. You sell them in the summer. Mm. What about a hot snow cone for the winter? Actually, not a bad idea. Hot chocolate (laughs) stuff. Have you ever seen your son when the ice cream truck comes by or the um, 
snow cone, the guy loses his mind. I have a personal vengeance against the uh, snow cone guy or the ice cream guy because, like, he hears that sound off in the distance, you know, the little sound they make. And and then and then I need to go buy ice cream or he loses his mind. Right. And you don't know if these people turn profits with these furrows and treats? Mm. I say we do Tiger Daniel's snow cone. We've got to figure out a place to put it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we could sneak into a gathering place and put up a snow cone thing. <laughs> yeah, Here's could. the thing, though. It's made, it's camouflage, so people oh, won't know I we're see, in so there. The, in gathering place, you might be able to do it. You'd be a billionaire. And you might be able to hide and nobody ever see you. But maybe we could put one that over on Brookside in. or something. I mean, wouldn't you wouldn't you think this would be a great business? I like the cost are low. I mean, you're Costs right. are low. It's, it's we could give it a try, see how we work, see if we work well together. Mm-hmm. See how long it is before I cuss you out in the ice cream stand. Would we be generous with the flavoring? Because every now and then I'll go to one... And uh, I don't think they were generous enough with the flavor. Really? Uh, too always, much ice, too little flavor. They give you too much flavor, in my opinion, oh, every really? time. I, yeah, it's too much sugar. It's too another much way all that. We, could, we could save on cost. Not put as much flavor what on it. What if it's like a 70s-themed snow, snow cone stand? Okay, what do you mean? Like 70s-themed. We call it Tiger Daniel's Unshaved Ice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Don't you think that would make, I think that would be a huge, like it's all 70s? So but how, what do you do? Have to get a permit to put this thing somewhere? Oh, yeah. You got to have a business permit and all that kind of stuff. And then you got to have a place to put it. There's a lot to go through. Um, should we do that or should we do ice cream truck? What do you think is better? A better business? Ice cream truck, I don't think you have, a, don't you like have to that. Have rent somewhere. Well, then you got it. You got gas costs. You got fuel costs. And, and then a lot of days it's raining and then you wouldn't make money and you'd be spending more money than you were pulling in. Let's just get a, you know, a crappy little shack, put a sign on it. And uh, sell these babies. But the thing about the ice cream truck versus the snow cone stand is the ice cream truck, you, you work whenever you want. Mm-hmm. Like an Uber. Yeah. You just turn it on when you're ready to sell something. And we'll we'll, we'll have a, a Tiger Daniels night cream. We only go around at night. And what's, I mean what's the night cream? Ice cream, but in the dead of night when there's no competition. Okay. So imagine your kid's <laughs> asleep and then he hears. Yeah, then they hear it at 1 a.m. They're still going to come in there and wake you up. They'll kill you. Why do they play that? Like, they play like Christmas music. I guess that's because in the free domain or something. So what I heard, because our ice cream truck always plays like Oh Holy Night or something, and it's Fourth right. of July. But I guess like the songs that you would normally play, those, those you'd have to pay for use, and so they can't play like the popular songs. Maybe we could compose, get like a country mm-hmm. artist to compose us a ice cream truck song. Yeah, not I mean we got to do this, Ty. We got to start this empire somehow. We're not getting any younger. Right. And you think we could retire off the snow cone shack? I really think you could. All right. Well, let's do it. I'm in. I tell you what we'll do. You put in all you put in all the money, and I will just take half the profits. Absolutely. Does not. that make sense? I'm the one that came up with the brilliant idea for Tiger Daniels unshaved ice, and you're 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 what just does unshaved you... ice mean? Does that mean we just give them a block? It's like seventies themed. Okay. <laughs> But shaved ice is the, you know, that's what makes a snow cone. If you don't right. shave it, what, this what is, is it? Unshaved. This is just a block of ice and yeah. some flavor on it. All right. I like it. You know, somebody said Jeff Bezos was crazy when he wanted to sell books online. Yeah. Now this now guy's going, him. going to the moon, or not to the moon, he just goes up way up in the air. Yeah. Calls it space. <laughs> space, almost. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Good morning, Daniel. 
Tiger, I wanted to run something by you here. You're in my uh, brain trust. I have a, a certain few friends that I talk to and call whenever there's a, a issue or something to think about. It's called a brain trust. Do you have this thing, too, where you have a group of people you contact and talk to? I, I do have a lot of people that I trust that I'll call. You're not one of them, but I do call people. Thank you. Yeah. you I should be the first and last call you make. When I say do something, you should do it. Okay. Um, Caden, if you've ever heard me talk about Caden, that I used to date this lady named Stephanie back in Nashville, and she has a son named Caden. And me and Caden, throughout uh, me and Stephanie dating, got very close. Uh, me and Stephanie aren't dating anymore, but I'm still close with Caden. Yes. Known him since he was eight. Now he's like 16, 17. And um, I was talking to him the other day, and he's like, yeah, man, I'm starting to get burnt out at work. Now, he work, he's in high school still and does wrestling. So you know how it is in high school. You're a busy fella in high school. Can be, yeah. And he works at this pizza place. Not a chain, but like a mom-and-pop pizza place there in Nashville. And has been working there for a couple of years now. And he works, I'd say, many nights a week after high school, after wrestling and all that. Still working. But he's like, man, I'm just starting to get burnt out on it. I think I need to change. Mm-hmm. I was like, what are you thinking about? He's like, I was thinking about going to work at AutoZone. I was like, I don't know, man. You know, you're getting tips at that pizza place. They know you there. They're pretty good to you. What would you advise somebody that's kind of burnt out on their job? Especially somebody young in their career. Like, you know, if he, this, this pizza place might not be the best job in the world, but also if you lose it, a lot of people might want to swoop in there and get a, a job at a pizza place where you can make tips and that type of thing. Is he unhappy? Well, he's, yeah. Well, he's just saying I'm just a little burnt out. You know, I would, I would encourage him to change it if he wants. I mean, because that's a time of life. When, look, when you have kids and you, you've got mortgages and stuff, you can't, you're not as free as you used to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can change from a pizza place to AutoZone probably not make a ton less money, maybe more. Um, now is the time to explore. You know, if you're young like that, before you get married, before you have kids, this is the time to do that kind of stuff. It'll be very hard for me to just go, you know what? I don't think I want to do the show anymore. Let me go do something else. Like, you know what I'm saying? One thing I was thinking that if he worked, if he works at the pizza place, young people are coming in there, ladies are coming in there to eat, mm. you know. I used to work at Dairy Queen and occasionally ladies come in. I don't know if you've been into AutoZone lately. Ain't really a place with a bunch of uh, ladies popping in. You don't think so? They have batteries, too. They need them changed. Sure they do, but in general. So you, you, would, you would say to them, like, maybe get out and explore some. When you're young, that's your chance. And, you know, what I would hate to have happen is he doesn't do something that's a little risky and a little bit Hail Mary-ish and try something new when the consequences are probably not as severe as they would be if you had a family to support right now. I guess you're right, and I don't. It might not be any more unhappier position in life than being stuck in a job that you're not really, you don't yeah. really like. Yeah, we're very lucky that we get to work together, okay. you and I. And, Luckiest, uh, not yeah. about like working with you, but just being able to be on the radio and it's a good things gig. like that. It's, yeah, we're very fortunate. But do you think there's anything worse than just being caught in a job where you're like, ugh? I mean, it's like I had a the, prison. I had the jobs where I, I fantasized about going in and turning my notice. You, know, you did. I could not wait to go tell the boss to shove it. What are these jobs? Like pushing grocery carts at the store and stuff like that. But then you often reflect on those times as the and best there, times there of your life because the, there was the no stress. Fun. That's right. Like, <laughs> like, you know, I was making five bucks an hour and I could probably easily go somewhere else and make five bucks an hour. So I really, you know, if I quit, I quit, whatever. So your final analysis would be, hey, you're young. Now's the time. Do whatever you want. Let's do whatever we want. All right. Sounds good. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. 
It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Welcome into DDC, brought to you by iCare Associates of South Tulsa, where we take a look at what the heck's going on around the world. Spring break coming up for a lot of us. A lot of the schools will be out during the uh, next month or so. What's up, Daniel? Why are you laughing? Well, you say a spring break coming up for a lot of us. Uh, we, uh, we have no spring break. Yeah, the cutest thing that ever happened to me at work is an intern came up to me once and said, what are you doing for spring break? I was like, that is precious. You know, I have, a, I have a job, you know. But a lot of us, what I mean is the school systems will be shutting down for a week. What to do with the kids. Gathering Place is, um, looks like a great place to go during spring break. Gathering Place will host free events for families during spring break. Folks are invited for a full week of fun from March 13th to March 17th. Each day there will be things to do at the park from 10 until 4. Some activities for kids include live performances, insect petting zoos, and a geological dig. Teenagers will have the opportunity to go on some unique adventures that end in a chance to win a VR headset. We have Oh yeah. I've I've touched an insect. I never petted one though, so I guess they got a petting zoo for insects too. Tig's favorite thing to attend is a heavy petting okay. zoo. Did you see this Daniel guy goes to uh, Waffle House? You ever get a you ever get a taste for the Waffle House? And you're like, Heck ah, yeah. we just like to go to Waffle House. Man, guy. I love Waffle House. Yeah, he uh, he decided he's gonna go to Waffle House here in town, and he had a good meal, and he ticked he he tipped his waitress, and then he said, oh, no, I'll rob this place. So I don't know how that works. Like, if you tip the lady, like five bucks, are you taking that five bucks back, or did that go in her apron and that was untouched? But uh, he had a good meal, and then decided it was so good that he wanted to take all their money as well. So he's got some legal trouble here in Tulsa. You better pony up on some lawyers. Also today, Daniel, looking for a gig. Uh, Daniel and I have found ourselves looking for jobs before. It's scary. And if you're in need of a job or looking for a change, maybe like your buddy Caden, Daniel, mm -hmm. there's a job fair today, a job expo at Expo Square starting at 11. So just a few hours away and it lasts a long time. It lasts from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. So even if you got a gig and you get off at five, you could still swing by you got a couple hours until 7 o'clock to head by Expo Square for the big job fair that's happening today. Uh, Ty, did you see this? Like a lot of restaurants here in Tulsa. I don't know what it is about uh, Tulsa, but so many great restaurants, so many things happening. When we moved here from Nashville, I thought, man, that's the one thing I'm going to miss about Nashville is the food scene's not going to be very big here. But, boy, was I wrong. Yeah, you were. There's all kind of stuff coming. Did you see that uh, there's a Raising Cane's coming over to Brookside? Yeah, they put it, there's a little hardware store that used to sit there, and uh, this is like in the heart of Brookside, they're going to have a Raisin Cane's. And you were, I thought somebody was telling me they were going to put a Chick-fil-A there, so is there going to be a situation where there's a Chick-fil-A and a Raisin Cane's on Brookside? That's the rumor, that they are going to put a Chick-fil-A in that little area, that little stretch there, and so, um, yeah, you know, I guess we like fast, Raisin Cane's is great, you know? And then they'll put a Chick-fil-A near it. So you'll have plenty of options. And I cannot wait to see how bad traffic gets on Peoria. Oh, I didn't when they think got about a Chick-fil-A sitting right there yeah, on the corner. Is that a blessing or a curse to I have a Chick-fil-A very close to your house? I don't know if I want to live near. They're so popular. I mean this in the best way. They're so popular that oftentimes I see police out there having to direct traffic in a way because everybody's stopped in the middle of the road trying to get in and stuff. Uh, also, did you see this? A New Jersey man walked across the United States to raise money for the National Coalition for Homeless Veterans. How many days do you think it took him to walk all the way across the uh, country? It's approximately 3,000 miles. You mean he started in, like, California and went all the way to New Jersey? Coast to coast, from what I can How get. long would that take? Oh, boy. I don't know. I saw that documentary, Forrest Gump. Uh-huh. He ran, though. And he ran. I would say it's got to take at least six months to do that. Took him 143 days. I don't know how many months that equals, but it's 143 days. Here he is, Tommy Pasquale, talking about uh, raising $100,000 for a good cause. 
the whole way through. Going a few days, you know, walking through the desert without seeing any people, except for, you know, the ones driving by in their car was, was kind of tasking at points. But I wouldn't have left if I wasn't confident in myself being able to finish it. This is always something I've been pretty passionate about, you know, helping out the veterans in any way I can, just because I have nothing but respect and reverence for what they do for this country. Just the thought of them coming home um, and being homeless doesn't sit right with me. What a great cause. Imagine setting out to walk. Five months-ish, maybe a little less for that. And uh, averages around 20 miles a day. Yeah. I mean, I'm I, sure you had to take breaks. You know, like your feet must be just be destroyed. Well, when I went on like Google Maps or whatever, you can type in how long will it take me to drive to such and such, but you can also hit the walk thing. And basically they plan on you walking about eight hours a day. So when it says 22 days, what they mean is... 22 eight-hour days of walking. How long do you think it would take to walk from here, downtown Tulsa, to Oklahoma City? I bet you could do it in a day. Could, no, you couldn't. Are no, you, you out of no, your sorry. mind? Sorry, I'm way out. I'm way Hold out. Hold on. Hey, way Siri. Off. Walking directions from here to Oklahoma City. That is some phone. It never works when I try to and do And you just blew up everybody else's Siri because I heard you say that. It would take you, uh, it's approximately 115 miles. Uh, oh, so miles. it's like, so like a week, five days? One day, 16 hours. Huh? I oh. guess if you didn't stop walking. I ever. see, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it would take a little bit. Well, you should you do go. that. I wish you would do that to raise money. Walk away from here. Just keep I, on just walking get Oklahoma get City. as far away from you as possible. I might do that. And you thought you could do it in one day. I, I let me take you. Uh, you know, earlier I asked you like <laughs> advice to give this kid about getting burnt out on his job, and then you come back and say things like, "Oh, you could do that in one day, 115 miles." I got to take you out of my brain trust. Good. What do you mean good? Well, even Google said it would just take over a day. You got to walk it constantly, but one day in 16 hours—that's mm. a day and almost 24 hours. That's pretty right, much I'll, two days. A little bit off. Not a little bit off. See, this is the problem. Why don't you just tell me whenever I ask you advice, like, hey, man, I don't know what I'm talking about about 90% of the time anymore. <laughs> Used to, you said something, you could pretty much take it to the bank. Lately? What do you think you're at, about 20, 20, 80 good advice? No, usually when I say something, uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'll just make stuff up. Are you, you really like, like, should like I that buy now? a house? I go, yeah, yeah, that'll be good. Is that what you have to do when you're a dad? You have to, like, say something? You do, kind of. Because I'll be out on vacation with my dad, and if there's some subject that comes up, and if, if the guy doesn't speak for like one minute, his tongue starts to burn. So he has to. Just he run has his to say mouth. something like, mm. "Yeah, run, <laughs> run his mouth." You're right. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. We're back tomorrow. Another chance at Ashton McBride at 7:40 with our bull fight. 98.5 The Bull weather provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Buying this house. I close on it on Thursday, and I'm trying to get my dad to come up and uh, kind of take a look at it with me and hang out with him, maybe go play in the World Series of Poker. It's going to be over at the Hard Rock Casino, and I'm, like, uh, wanting him to come up. I don't really know why I want him to come up because I know the minute he comes up and goes and looks at that house, he's going to tell me all the things that he would have done differently and, right. and what a mistake I've made. Yeah, but it's nice to have your dad around and spend time with your dad. And I could see that whenever I was making a big decision in my life, you know, my dad would be somebody I would call. And it would be fun to have your dad up here to see it. And he might 
but, pop your party balloon with the house, but you'll still have them there. He will. Dads do that. They will 100% tell you what they would have done differently. And they're always like a uh, Old West cowboy. You know, they're always like, oh, I would have went in there and did this or that at the mm. negotiation table. Yeah. Meanwhile, I know that back in the day when, because knowing you now as a dad, knowing back in the day, he didn't know what he was doing either back then. It's easy to look back on and say what you would have done, but I imagine dads and moms probably uh, pretty nervous about 75% of the time about the decisions they make. Or do you find that not to be true? No, I mean, like, uh, in my life, I've been, uh, I've tried to, um, you know, hide bad habits or something. I don't want my, my son to see me, you know, that kind of thing. You do a little bit of that. Because um, I, I don't know why we do that, but I just feel like i got to protect them in some way. And I know, but do you feel like, man, I really know what I'm doing? Or half the time you're like, I have no clue what I'm no, doing, and I, I pray to God that uh, I've made some right decisions along the way. For me, uh we 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 often call an audible like every night like at bedtime or something. Sometimes the regular routine works and he goes to bed and everything's fine. And then sometimes he's just in a mood, and so you're not. There's no like blanket sort of answer for any of these things. And you go, oh well, maybe if I, you know, this sounds bad, but I'm like, Mac, if you just go to bed tonight, I promise we'll get ice cream if on the way home tomorrow. You know, you start to almost bribe him, and I, that's probably a bad idea, but it works, you know, in the moment. And then uh, the next day, it's like, oh, and then he'll be like, where, where are we going to get ice cream? Oh, I forgot I said that. <laughs> well, he finally, uh, I was talking to him about the thing because I've been agonizing over um, buying it because you the other day were like, first of all, you advised me to buy the house. The house. I said, look, it's in a great area. I don't see that thing going down in value. And if it does, it'll probably recover nicely. I, I think it's a good decision for you to buy this piece of land and the house is on it right there. And about Cherry Street, which is, you know, an area I think is just growing. And then two weeks later, he gets a hold of the interest rate, and he's like, man, I would back out right now. Pull out. Back out. I didn't out. tell you to leave. I said, walk away. Walk away. Right. Which is like giving me two different advices. That's why I call you Dirty Bird, because this is, what a cruel thing to do to somebody right before they're about to do the contract. Is it bothering you that now I say you should back no, out? No, not really, because I thought about it last night, and... um Now's the, the time I don't have wife and kids. I could I just buy this. If it doesn't work out, I'll move out. I'll sell it. It's not going to be the end of the world. No, it won't. It uh, won't my, and my dad was like, just stop agonizing over it. Just buy it or don't, but stop agonizing mm -hmm. over it. And I don't like, I don't do well with stress. That's why I don't have any of it because I don't do well. I've got just a little taste of what it's like for you people that worry about everything all the time. Like you're laying there at night and you're just like, well, what if you, what if you buy it? Can't afford it. What if this? What if that? What if, you know, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a spiral. I mean, I've even sat there and gone, you know, I bet my mom would let me move back in here with her. She's not going to let me be homeless. Like, I've even thought that. Like, you know, whatever happens, at least hopefully you've got a safety net there. You'll be fine. I mean, I wouldn't have bought it, but See, you'll be good. I, I know. I'm not worried about it, but you put worry in me. I'm sorry. Well, I'm over it now because I was uh, thinking, like, listen, this thing is right next to Cherry Street. There's no chance. It's going to go down in value. Not, not anytime soon. Well, we'll see how it goes, and then we'll check in in five years and see if you're doing okay <laughs> or if you're broke. We'll find out. Oh, then the guy walks around work like, listen, everybody, mark my word. I'm saying it right now. He should not buy this house. And right. this is like the week of closing. That way. You should be buying me champagne. If it's a disaster, then I'll look like a genius. No. Yes. Yeah, so you're like a jerk. You. You're like a butthole either way. Well, all right. We'll get a bottle of champagne for your your money pit. You mean grill? Yeah. It's money uh, pit. 98.5 <laughs> The Bull, today's hot country.